The Dallas Stars lost in a shootout on Monday night at home against the Colorado Avalanche. And on today's episode, we go inside the Stars locker room to get post-game sound bites from Jake Ottinger, Jason Robertson, and Miro Haskinen. We'll talk about Jason Robertson's continued heroics and why he is undoubtedly the best player in the NHL right now. We'll talk about the penalties that continue to impale and cause the Stars to struggle And then, of course, we'll talk about the Central Division and how the race for the top spot is heating up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on Tuesday, November 22nd. And whether it's your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, please do hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening, on audio only. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. You can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Twitter and Instagram, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. But without any further hesitation, let's jump into today's episode where it's a, a not a completely full on sad episode, but not as happy as You know, it could have been if the Stars were able to get some other things to roll their way in last night's contest. The Stars and the Avalanche went head-to-head for the first time this season. And this truly did feel like we were watching the two best teams in the Central Division. To me, at least, gave off a kind of a playoff vibe. It was a sellout crowd at the American Airlines Center. Uh, Way more Avalanche fans there than I thought there would be and way more there than I would have liked to have seen there. But the Stars fans also showed up in full force. And when the moment was big, they were loud and ready to go. And I mean, it just had a playoff atmosphere and certainly felt like the biggest players on each team were the focal point of this matchup, including the Dallas Stars' very own Jason Robertson, who came up big twice for his team. And the first goal, I'm going to I'm going to keep it real with each and every one of you. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't necessarily know how that was a goal. I watched the replay just as many times as you did, and I'm sure the officials got it right and maybe they just saw things different than me. I, I would not have been able to make a clear call in that moment. I mean, that's why uh, you know, the referees and those at the league office looking over that get paid to do what they do. It was a weird situation. I'm obviously very glad that it counted in favor of the stars. And I think even Jason Robertson, he actually did say after the game that even he really didn't know. And you could see even after they called it a good goal, he was laughing and smiling a little bit over on the bench. Very chaotic sequence, but a much needed goal for the stars. But then, of course, his goal later in the game, uh, perhaps even more important and a lot bigger a goal with just under 30 seconds left in the third period. The Stars pull Jake Ottinger in a six on five. The Stars down a goal, desperately needing to put one in the back of the net in order to try and force overtime to at least salvage a point in this all-so-important Central Division matchup. And Jason Robertson delivers. He is continuing his hot streak. He now is on a 12-game 
point streak. And, and it's not too far-fetched to say, I, I think that there is no controversy here, that he is the hottest player in the National Hockey League right now. And undoubtedly, the best scorer, best all-around, uh, maybe not all-around, but best offensive player in the National Hockey League. I still think Rupe Hintz is a better complete player as far as defensive styles go. But if you want to talk about pure goal scoring and just pure electricity, it is all number 21 right now. Again, on that 12-game point streak. And this is a guy that, I mean, he's getting a ton of love around the league. I think people are finally starting to recognize that this guy is legit. I mean, the only other player in the league right now who has more goals than him is Connor McDavid, and he only has two more than him. Uh, I mean, he's just at the top of every single statistical leaderboard. He's a guy that you have to, at this point, place in the Hart Trophy conversation, and a player that if he played in Montreal or Toronto, oh my goodness, can you imagine how much the national media would be drooling over themselves, drooling over Jason Robertson? Uh, it's you know great that we have him here in Dallas, certainly not complaining about that at all, but I just feel like he's not going to get the credit and recognition across the league that he truly deserves because he plays in a quote-unquote non-hockey market, although the Dallas Stars currently lead their division and are having a fantastic season. But enough for me for a moment. Let's listen to the man himself, Jason Robertson, and hear what he had to say about his goal at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, I think we fought hard to that one point. I mean, we didn't, I don't know, we took a lot of penalties there, so whenever you can squeeze a point out, it's, it's good, you know. Credit to our PK and Jakey to get us to shoot out, give us a chance, and uh, yeah, we just lost the, the shootout. What did you see there on your last goal? Um, you know, clock was ticking, just getting it pucked in net. Uh, had some space and, uh, yeah, just to get a gut shot in net. Of course, it would have been really cool to see Jason Robertson maybe get his third goal in overtime, finish the hat trick, and also get the Stars two points. Just not meant to be. Uh, that tends to happen when the Colorado Avalanche just play very safe and conservative and decide to not really do anything aggressive. Nathan McKinnon just taking it in and out of the zone, in and out of the zone, uh, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You're one of the best players in the world. Try to go head-to-head -head with Jake Ottinger maybe more than once in overtime. Just food for thought, even though Jake Ottinger did dominate Nathan McKinnon in this matchup, but this isn't about Nathan McKinnon. This is about Jason Robertson, the best scorer in the National Hockey League right now, a guy who should absolutely be in consideration for the Hart Trophy if the season ended today. And if he continues on this trajectory, uh, I do believe that he will be in this conversation because his value to his team is absolutely immeasurable. I mean, you look at Connor McDavid, you look at the Edmonton Oilers, and they have two incredibly valuable players in McDavid and Dreisaitl. I know those guys have been in the Hart conversation plenty of times in their career, but at this point, I feel like it's very difficult to give it to one of those guys uh, when you can't give the award to both players. And so if you eliminate those guys from the equation, the next guy in line, I think, is Jason Robertson. And I think Robo is even ahead of Leon Dreisaitl. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's a lock to win, and I'm not saying he's a guarantee. I think it would take a, a lot more for, for him to win, again, because this is not a hockey market here in Dallas. So Robo's going to have to continue to shatter expectations and break records. But what he's doing is nothing short of spectacular and his teammates feel the exact same way they are also incredibly impressed with what they've seen from robo over this what past two three weeks from him uh, and let's hear from them now as well jake ottinger and miro haskinen on their teammate jason robertson it's great i mean it's you know not surprising obviously the guys that are in here you know know how good of a player he is and um you know, he's uh he's a rink rad and you know, he wants to be the best scorer in the league and 
pretty sure he is right now. So um, it's great to see him. We obviously need him to keep doing what he's doing. It's been great. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's great. He's a really important player for for us and scoring important goals. So yeah, it's, it's great to see that. How how good is he doing? Obviously, high praise from both those guys, really all three players that we talked to after the game. Uh, I mean, the cornerstone pieces of this franchise right now and guys that hopefully will be here in Dallas for a long time and will be the backbone of a team that's looking to have several successful seasons in a row. And of course, Pete DeBoer, uh, very complimentary of Jason as well. We'll hear a little bit more from him on some different subjects later on in the show. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will talk about the not-so-good in this game. We'll talk about the penalties and how the Dallas Stars can avoid those and also manage their emotions about them right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They are always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting fix. If you want to do some betting over Thanksgiving, got plenty of NFL games lined up. You got the NBA, the NHL, college football is reaching the end of its season, but some of the best games of the year are on tap. If you want to bet any of those, you can do so at BetOnline.net. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Moving on on this Tuesday episode of Locked on Stars, thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. If you remember, if you're watching on YouTube, to hit that subscribe button, and if you're listening on audio only, hit that follow button, and leave us a five-star rating or review if you do feel so inclined. It helps the show out a ton. Thank you guys for the continued support on this podcast. But let's now shift our attention. Jason Robertson has been great. He's been on an absolute tear. But the Achilles heel for the Dallas Stars this season continues to be penalties. And this was an incredibly frustrating game from a penalty standpoint. Maybe the most infuriating that we've seen so far this season. And it really is, you know, a two-headed monster and one that the Stars are continuing to just rack up a ton of penalty minutes. Uh, of course, the minutes going to look a little bit inflated after Monday night's game with a 10-minute game misconduct from Mason Marchment, uh, one that I think he very much needed to air out his grievances, and rightfully so in that situation. Of course, you also throw in uh, a five-minute for fighting for Jamie Benn and a fight that we're not going to talk about any farther because it did not necessarily go how it normally goes when number 14 gets into a fight. But I won't necessarily sit here before you and say that the Stars are being wrongfully accused for their penalties because I, I do think if you look at all their penalties this season, I think for the majority of them, over 95% of these penalties are ones that should rightfully be called. If you get down to the letter of the law, and I'm not saying that all of them have been correct. I'm sure that there have been some. In fact, I know that there are some that should not have been called that just in a bang, bang, you know, judgment moment, the referee decided to throw their arm up when they probably should have kept it down. But where I will get more upset and where I will air a little bit more of my grievances is on the other end of the ice where there is a lack of calls against the opposition. And I think that was on full display on Monday night's game against the Avalanche. Uh, and of course the NHL, we, you know, we talk earlier about hockey markets and favoritism and things like that. Of course the NHL wants to protect their precious child in the Stanley cup champion Avalanche, but there were several instances where 
the referees could have very easily called some penalties against the Avs, and some of them, especially in the third period, in some pretty critical moments in the game, yet the arms stayed down, and yet nothing happened. I mean, the Stars only got one power play opportunity in this contest, uh, as opposed to the Avalanche getting six, and, and they go one for six. They actually do convert on their first power play, and the Stars are pretty lucky and got to be thankful for a strong penalty kill and good performance from Jake Ottinger that they did not give up more goals on the man advantage because the, the Avalanche spent quite a bit of time there uh, in the game on Monday night, which was very, very frustrating uh, to watch and really just for the fact that the Stars were not getting, it seemed, equal opportunity. And we asked all the players and Coach DeBoer about this after the game. Here's what Pete DeBoer had to say about penalties and things of that nature after the game. You know, you have to. I mean, that's that's the game. So, you know, I, I think our concentration has to be on us and our game and avoiding penalties, not, not the ones that aren't being called on the other end. I mean, you, you know what, we can't bottom line is you know you can't put yourself in that spot against anybody but particularly players like that they're going to get those calls we also asked defenseman Miro Haskinen what can be done about the penalties as well with him playing on the defensive side of the ice seemed like a very relevant question to him here are his thoughts on that I think we need to skate more uh, I mean there's a lot of penalties in in their zone uh, 200 feet from our net so we have to skate more and play play more body. We're just just reaching too much right now and get get stupid penalties. If, when when there's penalties that sometimes get missed by officials or whatever, how do you guys kind of play through that emotion? Um, yeah, I mean it's part of the game. You just have to have to keep keep doing your your job and don't think about that too much. It's something we can can't really take care of. It's a ref ref who made the calls and we just need to keep keep doing our job. I know it's very easy to get frustrated over the amount of penalties that the Stars have taken and the lack of penalties at the other end of the ice. But at the end of the day, the Stars have to focus on what they can control, which is the penalties that they do or do not choose to commit. And there is an aspect of you got to be careful with your stick. I mean, I think the Stars have a knack for trying to fight for the puck with their stick. And in those moments, it can lead to even just the slightest bit of contact and whether or not it actually trips a player or the player is just aware that there's a stick on their skate and they choose to fall. I mean, you just got to put yourself in a smart position. You have to play disciplined and and you have to be very poised and that's just part of hockey and all the all the players not just Miro harped on that that sometimes the game just goes that way you're going to get unfairly officiated contests and sometimes it's going to work in your favor and sometimes it's just not and and this was a game on Monday night that did not work in the favor of the team in green which was unfortunate but the fact that the star is still able to get a point out of that regardless is still very good but very frustrating and hopefully something that we can see the stars fix And, you know, I think it starts there. If the Stars can find ways to clean things up on their end, uh, maybe you don't have to worry as much about the missed calls. Of course, referees are still going to make bad calls and they're going to miss some that they should call as well. But if you're the Stars, you got to focus on what you can control, and that is discipline and putting yourselves in good positions in order to not get called for penalties. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we will shift our attention to the Central Division as a whole because things are starting to get very spicy in this division. A lot of teams playing some good hockey right now. We talk about how the Stars can keep their position and keep pace with these other teams right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. 
You can order your Simply Safe system today for half off and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I would recommend. You can get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Closing out today's episode of Locked On Stars, we now want to take some time to focus on this central division and the next week or so for the stars very much involved uh, in you know the standings and the circumstances going on in the central division this next week is going to be a very critical one for the team as the central division like i said before we went to break is buzzing right now a lot of teams playing some of their best hockey of the season and some of the teams that started off very slow minnesota st louis nashville starting to pick things back up a little bit and starting to play a little bit better and starting to gain some ground in this division and the stars next Six games, five of those matchups are against Central Division opponents. Wednesday against the Chicago Blackhawks, Friday against the Winnipeg Jets, and then the very next day they go to Colorado for a date with the Avalanche. Then on November 28th, they're in St. Louis for a date with the Blues. Then they come back home on December 1st. They have a date with the Anaheim Ducks, not a division game. But then right after that, on December 4th, they play the Minnesota Wild in the friendly confines of the American Airlines Center. So by the time this you know, the game on December 4th ends. The Stars will have played every team in the Central Division at least once, and they'll have played the Winnipeg Jets three times, and they'll have played Colorado twice. And so all of these games are very important. Of course, that one against the Ducks, important as well. But five of these games over the next six against Central Division teams, and I would say all but one of those are teams that very well could be in the playoff mix at the end of the season. I don't think the Chicago Blackhawks will be there, but I think based on how Winnipeg, Colorado, St. Louis, and Minnesota have been playing, it is not too far-fetched to believe that those teams will be fighting for playoff spots, and many, if not all of them, with the Stars could potentially lay claim to some of those spots. And so we talked to Pete DeBoer and all of the players, Miro, Robertson, and Ottinger, after the game about the importance of this next stretch of games for the Stars. So let's hear from them now. We'll hear from Pete DeBoer, Jake Ottinger, and Jason Robertson. Well, it's critical, right? I mean, we talked to our group. You know, every, every time you, you, you play one of these, it's a four-pointer. And, uh, you know, you got to assume all these teams are going to be sticking around at the end uh, fighting for spots. So, you know, critical points on the table. But, you know, we're, we're, we're putting points in the bank. We're doing a lot of good things. And, uh, you know, we've got to concentrate on that, obviously clean up a couple things, but, you know, there's a lot more good happening than, than bad. Yeah, I mean, obviously these games are all huge. We have a huge week ahead of us, so if we can, uh, you know, do well this week, it'll be you know, great for us down the road. So it's uh, always, you know, one of the toughest divisions in the league, and it's, it's showing that again this year. So it's, uh, you know, it's no easy nights, and we have a huge week ahead of us. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you know, Central's probably the hardest division. So, I mean, every team's winning, every team's tough. So, uh, we've got a big stretch of games coming here, uh, a couple on the road. So, uh, I think we need to cut down on our penalties because uh, those central teams will eat you alive. Again, I can't stress enough how important it is that the Stars were able to salvage a point in Monday night's game. Every point matters all season long, but especially in divisional games. 
but you absolutely have to take care of business, especially in these next two games at home. I mean, the Chicago Blackhawks, we'll talk about them tomorrow, give you a full game preview. They certainly have good pieces, and they kind of had a good start to the season, but you look at the rosters. The Stars are far and away the superior team. You absolutely get two points in that game, and you get it in regulation. You do not allow the Blackhawks to get anything in that game. And then the Winnipeg Jets, that's going to be an intense emotional game. Rick Bonus finally coming back to Dallas for the first time since his departure. You know that the Stars certainly have that in mind. The Winnipeg Jets going to want to continue to play hard. And these teams, whenever they get together, always physical, always intense. And of course, going to be, you know, after Thanksgiving as well. So going to be a test for some of the players, especially the American-born players celebrating American Thanksgiving, uh, a test to make sure that their mind is in the right place. Two big games coming up, and then right after that, you hit the road, and you go to one of the toughest buildings to play in, both physically and mentally, uh, in Ball Arena in Denver, where the air is thinner, but also a loud building against a good Colorado team that seems to be hitting its stride at the moment. And then the Blues also starting to finally catch the, catch back up after going on what I believe was an eight-game losing streak to start the season. They looked truly abysmal, but now they really seem to have turned things around. The Minnesota Wild, a very streaky and inconsistent team, but a team that certainly can deal some damage. So all of these games important, and all of them going to present their own set of challenges. And, you know, these are teams in the Central Division, from top to bottom, that can beat you on any given night. Arizona may be the worst of the bunch, but we've seen them beat some good teams this season. Of course, the Stars aren't playing the Coyotes anytime soon, but this is a division that a lot of the guys said post-game that you know all the teams are very good. It's one of the best divisions in the NHL, if not the best division in the NHL from top to bottom. And you got to take these games seriously. You got to battle and you got to fight to get any sort of points, but especially the home games. You've got to get two points out of those, and you got to do it in regulation because there very well could be four or five teams battling for playoff spots like last season. We had five central teams make the playoffs last season, only three from the Pacific. I think we very well could see that scenario arise again if things continue on the trajectory that they're at right now. Some great teams all across this division and a lot of them coming across the star schedule over the next week or so. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform, and follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And be sure to tune back in to the show tomorrow as we'll be giving you a full game preview of the Stars' first matchup of the season against the division rival Chicago Blackhawks should be an interesting game. A lot of interesting things going on in Chicago right now with the roster and even off the ice. Uh, never a dull moment uh, with this team as far as being a weird team to talk about and a weird team to play. But we'll cover it all on tomorrow's episode, give you a full preview of that matchup. Uh, and also, just putting it out there now, and we'll talk about this, I'll touch on it tomorrow. There will be no episode on Thursday. That is American Thanksgiving. Uh, so what will happen is I will watch the game on Wednesday. I'll actually be at the game on Wednesday night. I'll record an episode, and then I'll have it set to release on Friday, give you a recap and a reaction of Wednesday's game, and then give you a quick preview of Friday's matchup against the Winnipeg Jets and give you my thoughts on Rick Bonus's return to Dallas and how I personally think it should be handled. But we'll cross that bridge on tomorrow's episode. I hope to see you guys there and hope you guys have a great Tuesday, Stars fans. We'll see you back here tomorrow.